Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, today's episode is entitled How to Avoid Burnout. And so this is something like if you've been in the church world for any amount of time, I'm sure you know of people or maybe you yourself have come to a point where you're doing all these things and then you start feeling burnt out, which is like a Christianese word for like, you're just like, you're tired, you're weary, you you just, you have no energy to keep pressing forward. And really, uh, what I want to talk to you about today is two things that the Lord has really showed me when it comes to, to you know, avoiding burnout and really learning how to stay in that place where you're not doing things in the flesh, but you're being fueled by the strength and power of the Holy Spirit. And really that's what keeps you going and keeps you moving forward. And so these things I'm going to talk about, let me just tell you, I... I know what I'm saying when I talk about these things because I have experienced it in my life and and really the Holy Spirit, thank God for the Holy Spirit because when you do start feeling like you're running on low and you're just getting a little, mm, getting a little burnt out, the Holy Spirit will show you what you need to do to get yourself back in that place where you can continue to run with the fire of God. And let me tell you, in the days that we're living in, we can see the signs of the time, the times Jesus is coming very soon, very soon. So now is not the time to get burnt out. Now is not the time to throw in the towel, to draw back, to, to, to do less. Now, now is the time to do more than you've ever done to advance the kingdom of God. But let me just tell you that you are not going to be able to do it in your own strength. And some people, they can, you can do it in your own strength for a short period of time, but that's how people end up burning out. And so I talked about on my last podcast, as the anointing, which is a huge part of not being burnt out. And really, how do you stay in the anointing? The anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit. So how do you stay in that place where you're operating by God's strength, by God's power, and not in your own strength? So I have two main things I want to talk about. So the first one I want to talk about is Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. And you've probably, you know, heard this story before or you've read it and it's about Peter when he launches out into the deep and he catches a net breaking boat sinking load of fish that's the story we're talking about um so I'm not gonna read it all but okay so Luke chapter 5 verse 1 it says so it was as as the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God a word of God that he stood by the lake and so I want to set the stage for you in this story. Understand that there is a crowd of people coming to hear the word of God that Jesus was teaching, that Jesus was preaching, right? So so this was in the morning and it says that um that he ended up he ended up using Peter's boat to um to stand on so that he could preach the word of God. And so Peter Peter um you know, that previous night, it says that he had been toiling all night. He was a skilled fisherman, right? And he had been working all night and he was not able to catch any fish, which was probably unusual for him because he knew what he was doing, you know? Um, so he toiled all night and caught nothing. But then here comes Jesus preaching a sermon. And he uses Peter's boat to preach his sermon. And so clearly, you know, 
Obviously, Peter was sitting down with this multitude of people listening to Jesus's teaching, listening to what Jesus had to say. Okay, and then it says Jesus told him to launch out into the deep again. And Peter said, Lord, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. But nevertheless, at your word, I will cast out my net again. And that's when he catches a net breaking boat sinking load of fish. So what do I want you to hear about this story? There's lots of things you can get from this story, but what I want to highlight to you that the Holy Spirit highlighted to me was Peter was, uh, he was not able to be fruitful until he sat down and listened to what Jesus had to say. He listened to the word of God. So this is huge because there's so many people that are running around trying to catch fish, trying to do ministry, trying to do all this stuff for Jesus, trying to do their Christian life and do churchy things. But really what you need to do is sit down and listen to the word of God because What you need to understand is that your revelation of God's word is what produces fruit in your life. It's not you trying harder. It's not you uh, going out and doing more, volunteering more, serving more. That's not what produces fruit. You can run around and try to do all these churchy things and serve in every area of the ministry. And that's great. And you should do that. But, But ultimately... The point is, is that the you trying to do a bunch of stuff is not necessarily going to produce any fruit in your life. That's how you're going to get burnt out. You toil all night long when really if if we would just take the time to sit in the secret place and hear the word of God. I'm talking about with the ear of your spirit. I'm talking about hearing God's word, having revelation, knowledge of the word of God. Then, then if you would just do, make that the priority, then, then what took you all night toiling and you caught nothing, then when you, but when you do it with the revelation of God's word burning on the inside of you, then in one moment of time, you can catch a, a net breaking load of fish, right? Because why? It's the revelation of the word that you carry in your spirit that's going to produce fruit. It's not you trying harder. It's not you doing more. It's not you doing a bunch of stuff in the, it, with your, in the flesh. It's the revelation of God's word that's burning on the inside of you that's going to produce fruit. And is, that's what's going to make you effective. And so like an example, for instance, I could try to run around in the flesh, spending all my spare time trying to disciple 15 different people, okay? And say, because of that, I don't have time to get in my word. I don't have time to get in prayer, but I'm running around. I'm gonna disciple these 15 people. And ultimately, if I'm not taking the time to get in the word of God, those 15 people are not gonna receive anything from me and it's gonna be unfruitful. Now on the flip side, I could spend that time with Jesus, hearing the word, getting a revelation of God's word that's going to burn on the inside of me and disciple one person or two people. And it's extremely fruitful. There's a hundredfold return on the fruit. Because why? Because there's, there's the, because it's the word of God living on the inside of you that's going to bear fruit. So you need, it's important to keep the first thing, the first thing, what is your number one priority as a believer is to get in the secret place and to receive revelation of who Christ is. 
And so obviously this is like basically the same thing as the story with Mary and Martha, right? Martha was running around serving and Jesus told, told Martha, um, this is in Luke 10, 41. He said, Martha, you are worried and distracted about many things, but only one thing is necessary. Only one thing is necessary. And what is that one thing? That one thing is what Mary was doing, which was sitting at the feet of Jesus, hearing the word. So your revelation of God's word is, is the only thing that is necessary. Why? Because once you have, once the word of God is burning in you, you will naturally do the proper actions and you won't be doing it out of the flesh. You'll be doing it uh, by the spirit, by, and what it, Jesus says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit. The flesh profits nothing, but it's the spirit. The words that Jesus speaks, they are spirit. It's the spirit that quickens, gives life and makes fruitful. So your number one priority should not be to do more outwardly. Your number one priority should be to have the word of God living on the inside of you, to hear the word. And so Paul understood this. I want to give you another example. Paul understood this concept. You know, he said, and I say this scripture all the time on my podcast, the Bible says that, um, he said, God did not pour out his grace on, on me in vain. His grace toward me was not in vain because I labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. But it wasn't really me. It was the grace of God, which was with me. So Paul was basically saying, it's the grace of God that made my laboring effective. It, it was actually the grace of God that was, was doing the laboring through Paul right? So he understood it's God's grace. And where does grace come from? So if grace is going to make your laboring effective, where does grace come from? It comes from your knowledge of the word, because the Bible says that grace is multiplied in the knowledge of Christ. So when you sit down and you hear the word and you have revelation of Christ, you're knowing Christ more through experience is producing grace in your life. And that grace is making everything you do effective. If you're not operating under grace, then there's going to be no fruit to what you're doing. It's going to be like toiling all night with no fruit, nothing to show for it. But, but as you make the priority knowledge of Christ, it releases grace into your life. And that grace is what makes you effective. That's why Paul said in Philippians chapter three, my determined purpose is that I might know him. Paul's determined purpose was not to reach more people, to do more ministry. His number one determined purpose was to know Christ more because he understood if I can know Christ more, there will be a greater dimension of grace that's released into my life. And that grace is what causes my laboring to be effective. So this is the first thing when it comes to avoiding burnout, keeping your priority to, to receive revelation knowledge of who Christ is, of his word. And really that word burning on the inside of you is naturally going to produce fruit. You don't have to try and produce fruit. The only thing that we should be striving for as believers is that you strive and labor in the word. You labor and strive to know Christ more. And as you do that, that grace is going to naturally 
produce fruit in your life and it's going to make you effective. And so that's the first main thing. The second main thing, how to avoid burnout is the touch of God. And this is something the Lord has really been like just stirring in me lately, the importance of the touch of God. And I'm not just talking about a one-time touch. I'm talking about the touch of God regularly, being freshly infilled with the Holy Ghost and fire on a regular basis. Daniel 10, 18 says, the one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me. And so really Daniel was saying that that the touch of God imparted a supernatural strength to him. And, and really, you know, the strength that God imparts to you, it's not, it's not a natural strength. It's not a strength of your flesh. It's a divine strength. It's the strength of God. And really, it's so important. And let me just tell you, there's nothing like it when God comes down and he touches you. And, you know, the Bible says that God is an all-consuming fire. So really, when God touches you, you're being touched by the very fire of God. And, you know, it talks about in Luke chapter 3, it talks about that Jesus came to baptize us into the fire of God. And and what and why is this so important and what happens when you are touched by the fire of God. It says in Luke chapter three that, okay, it says he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear and cleanse the threshing floor and to gather the wheat and store it in his granary. But the chaff he will burn with fire that cannot be extinguished. So this is very powerful. And and when and if you've never experienced being touched by the fire of God, let me tell you, now is the time to get hungry and to begin to cry out to the Lord for him to touch you like this because what happens when when the fire of God comes on you and begins to burn through you, first of all, let me tell you that you'll know it. <laughs> you won't be wondering, is this the fire of God? No, you will absolutely know it. And when the fire of God comes on you, he tells you what happens. The Holy Spirit comes with a winnowing fork. So if you know anything about wheat and chaff, you know what they would do to separate the wheat from which is what you want that's the good stuff which is the type of like the word the revelation that the revelation of 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 Christ from the chaff which is the stuff that you don't want they would take a winnowing fork and they would they would toss it up into the air and and, and it would the wind would blow and it would separate the chaff from the wheat and so understand that when when God comes and touches you with his fire right and he blows on you the the wind of God blows on you to separate the chaff from the wheat and what does that mean the chaff is you don't want the chaff. The chaff is everything that would weigh you down. The chaff is everything that would come to, to clog you up, to, to, to clog up the wells of salvation, to, to hinder, to hinder the word from bearing fruit in your life, right? It's a, the, the chaff is what's going to choke out the wheat. We don't want the chaff. You don't want to be walking around carrying around a bunch of extra chaff because it's going to weigh you down and it's going to burn you out. So that's why it's important 
important to regularly have the fire of God come upon you and burn out everything that doesn't need to be there. The things that have crept in, that have tried to weigh you down, the cares of life, the the worries and the things that have tried to weigh you down, right? So the fire of God, the, the breath of God blows on you to separate the wheat from the chaff and the fire of God comes and burns all the chaff out. Everything that has has tried to come to weigh you down and hinder you and 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 cause a blockage in your life can be burned out by the touch of God, by the fire of God. And I tell you what, people spend years and months trying to deal with stuff on their own that could be dealt with by one touch from God. One touch by the fire of God can burn that thing out of your life in one moment of time. And so that's why this is so important. These two things, hearing the word of God and consistently being touched by God and allowing his fire to burn out the chaff, to burn out the things that don't need to be there. And so, you know, obviously if you're starting to feel like you're running low on energy, like you're starting to get burnt out, you know, that's a sign that you need to begin to feed more on the word of God, to sit down and hear the word, to meditate on God's word and allow the revelation of Christ to, 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 to bring a, a fresh impartation of grace into your life. And, and that really, as you do that, as you sit at Jesus' feet and hear the word, and as you allow the Holy Spirit to touch you with his fire, I believe that you're going to run by the grace of God. You're going to run with the fire of God all the days of your life in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.